You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to the Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook. And he's Brad Rothschild. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Feeling better. Good to hear. You know, I'm not 100%, but I'll get there. Nobody is 100% at this stage of the game. And I can't, in the grand scheme of things, I really can't complain. I didn't end yeah. up on an intubator or whatever it is. Tfu, tfu, tfu. <laughs> you should only know health. Good health, Stephen. I... You my my grandmother, my nana. You'd get something, yeah. and you nana. I got a new Lego. Oh, use it in good health, dog. No, use it in good health, exactly. <laughs> like okay, I'm gonna go play with yeah. it. Okay, use it in good health. <laughs> use it in good health. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Glad that I did. Yeah. So what's going on there? You know. Nothing. So, so who would win the fight, Muhammad Ali or or, or Superman? Superman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the T-shirt yeah. that I'm wearing, yeah. the Muhammad Ali versus Superman. Yeah. Who wins that fight? It's from a DC comic from like the 70s <laughs> that there was a, there was a cover where Superman I'm, fought Muhammad Ali. I would guess that because of the superpowers yeah. that Superman, unless Muhammad Ali, Ali has kryptonite in his gloves, in his, right? In his gloves, which is exactly. a possibility, right? You know, I wouldn't put anything past anybody in this day and age, but I would put my money on Superman. Right. You know, the the Muhammad Ali thing that on your T-shirt reminded me that I heard an interview with Colin Kaepernick over the week. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got a graphic novel out. Yeah, I, I think it was a really that. it was a super interesting interview. He's a very thoughtful person, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was very. Uh, very, very good. I mean, you know, obviously, he has a lot to say about the NFL. Um, uh, you know, they're interviewing. None of it good. No, well, you know, they asked him. They said, you know, do you think that? Do you think that you know the NFL's made any any strides since twenty seven? Was it twenty seventeen when he started to kneel and then he was out of the game? I mean, he's been out for six years, and he said, "I I don't have a job. I haven't had a job, so no. I, they can say all they want. They can." put money towards things, but they, it actually hasn't changed. And that I was wonder, a good point. I wonder if he could still play right now. Like he's not young anymore. No, he's not. He's been out of the league for a long time, but like if some team would be willing to give him a shot. Right. Do you think he still has anything in the tank? Who knows? Probably not at this point. I remember a couple of years ago he was like working out and ready to play. Yeah, but those were all those were all shams. Right. Like they nobody ever was really going to give him an opportunity right. to play. Again. Right. So I guess not. I mean, how old is he? He's in his mid thirties, I yeah. would guess. Right. Yeah. Early thirties. Yeah. I think his time has come and gone. Right. And which is unfortunate well, because he didn't deserve to be right. Like you know, Muhammad Ali was you know public enemy number one, and you know history kind of repeats itself with Colin Kaepernick. I mean, people were burnt. Remember, twenty seventeen when Nike came out with that commercial featuring yeah. Colin Kaepernick, people were burning their Nikes. Crazy. People look for reasons to be angry. I had a couple of foreign I mean, diplomats. For reasons to be angry. I had a couple of foreign yeah. diplomats message me and say, "Like, what? What's going on? Why are people burning their sneakers?" Crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if you think about it, Muhammad Ali lost three 
of his peak years. Right. In the late 60s. He was stripped of his title. Right. And he was not allowed to fight for three years. He came back. Yeah. Won the world title. Yeah. Won the heavyweight belt. Right. And had, you know, a decent career afterwards where he got his head bashed in repeatedly. So much so that he was rendered mute for the end of, end of his life, last, right? The last decade of his life, and he had Parkinson's right. and all sorts of was, head is, was the Parkinson's, trauma. Parkinson's isn't connected to his getting. Hit. It's all. Do you think it's it was, all yeah. connected? Right. Come on, like look at the fights he had. I know, but I didn't realize Parkinson's. Yeah, was, could be, yeah. okay. But but he at least had a second right chance. Right, Colin got a second doesn't. chance. Like, what's he going to do? I mean, I guess he can go play in the Canadian Football League he or the USFL. But the USFL is owned by the NFL now, right? It's definitely connected. I don't yeah, know yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Is it owned by the NFL? I, I think it's connected in some. So is it like the minor leagues now of the NFL? Like, what are we doing? Isn't that here? college football? Um, yes. So, and isn't that like European? Didn't they used to have a European league where they did have like play? a German, you know, a team in Berlin, like the Berlin Bombers, which would be a really unfortunate name for Berlin. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think it was Berlin, but whatever. Yes, 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 yes. The, Lo the London Blitz is that what? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, that... I guess he. I interesting that he never wanted to. I guess he wanted to prove the point about the NFL because he probably could have played in the CFL. Maybe I yeah. saw um, uh, Canada's more woke than we are. Definitely. Maybe. Um, I'm going to Canada this coming week. I'm going to Montreal. I'm pretty psyched for Montreal Bagels. For fun or for... Uh, the International Studies Association meeting is in Montreal. It's like the big uh, event for like IR professors mm -hmm. and researchers and so on and so forth. And I'm going nice. to council. The council does stuff around the meeting. Um, so I'm going to speak on a panel and market my the fellowship that I run. But um, Are you going to go with Schwartz's? You know, I actually have a fair amount of time. Both I, I'm doing something like lunchtime on mm. Friday. That's the event that I have to take. But I get mm. to Montreal at like 1 o'clock on Thursday because of the weird way the flights went. And then my thing ends at like 1.30 or 2 on Friday. But my flight isn't until like 7.30 home. You should go to Schwartz's. I, have you ever been there? Yeah. You know, I had, a, I had, a, I had a girlfriend who went to McGill. Yeah. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Smoked smoke meat at Schwartz. Oh, yeah, I've had it. Shit's good. She's man. a vegetarian, and she, she indulged me and took me mm. to Schwartz's. So good. Yeah. I, so I'm looking forward to the Montreal Bagel and potentially uh, Schwartz's. Montreal Bagels are eh. I, I, like, okay. I like a Montreal Bagel. They're okay. It's okay. I'm not going to say, like, oh, New York is better. It's like, I don't care. I would, I would hazard like, to say that a Montreal bagel is better than a Maryland bagel. There's very few things that are not better than a Maryland bagel. <laughs> Tell me, man. People don't get it. It's not that difficult. It shouldn't be that hard to do it. It's like when people are like, oh, yeah, that's good pizza. I'm like, that's not good pizza. I'm sorry. You guys don't know anything down there. I told you know the story. Lauren put out a, a slice from New York, from from yeah. my favorite place in Plainview, and a place from Potomac. Defrosted uh -huh. them, made them. Didn't know which one was which. I picked my I take I 
took a bite from each one. I'm like, that's the one from Plainview. That's the one from Potomac. And like without hesitation. And she's like, holy crap, that's right. Yeah. I mean, when you know, when you know, you know. When you're when you right. Grow up, when you grow up in New York, you just know. Exactly. That's exactly. I don't mean in New York City. I mean in the New York metropolitan area, area. Right. Of course. You just know. Right. Like your our bagels are better. They just are. It's They're, it's not even. I a mean, but again, but I'm not. Like debating like New York bagels versus Montreal. Bagels. Right, right, right. right. New, there's New, New York, York bagels, Montreal. But I would like, I, I, you know, it's like I'm going to Montreal and I'm like, Montreal yeah, has a decent it. bagel. That That's like a good it's, thing in Montreal. Yeah, it's It's not a New York bagel, but it's, it's a good something bagel. else. It's something else. And it's that's not fine. Like it's, the, like, it's not like the Little Rock, Arkansas Bialy I once had. Exactly. Which was that's, like just a Kaiser roll. It's a Shonda. It was a total a, Shonda. I couldn't believe it when the word. I said, what's that? She said, oh, we call that a B.I. I was like, that is not B.I. I'm sorry. I'm like, my grandparents are rolling over exactly. in their graves. Spinning. <laughs> Spinning. <laughs> Papa Sam. Papa that, Sam yeah. used to show up at my parents' house with like an entire bakery in the back of the car, including B.I.'s, is spinning yeah. in his grit. Yeah. There are like very few places that still make B.I.'s, like. Bialy bakeries yeah, in New York yeah. City, but sad. There's no more yeah. Jewish delis in New York City. There's very, very few of them. Yeah, very few. There's like my, five. Yeah, my in laws came into town. They went to the theater, mm-hmm. and they wanted to go to a, a, a Jewish deli. It's like either Second Avenue or you go way down to Katz's. Otherwise, it's like hard to find. There's one on Seventy Second Street called Pastrami. King or Queen? There's one on the east side on like 72nd. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, same thing. No, this one's called PJ Somethings. I don't know. But there's not a lot. There there was one in the neighborhood that Lauren and I lived in, and it it was gone by the time we moved, and we were only there for four years. Um Yeah, there's Pastrami Queen, which is there's one on Lexington, and there's mm -hmm. one on 72nd on the west side. I haven't been to the one on the west side because it got terrible. Really? Well, yeah. Like, there's nothing so, worse than, like, a bad deli sandwich, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So why even bother? Yeah, exactly. Especially since why they're expensive, right? That's that's the big deal. 30, it's like, bucks, 30 bucks a sandwich. It's hard, shop. right. It's hard to be in business, right? So. It is hard to be in business, but, again, like, you're ready to drop that kind of cash right. on, on lunch? Right. Like, that's no done every once in a while. Like, <laughs> that's not a regular thing. All right, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, and then I would tell and you I my – after you tell me the story, I have to tell you my big disappointment of the week. But okay, okay. go ahead. Well, this isn't a disappointment okay. as much as it's just like – okay, I'm not going to name names because I don't know who is a listener okay. and who isn't a listener. I'm going Fair. to venture to guess that none of the people involved in this are actually – Okay, which makes them a listeners. small minority actually. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Of people who we know who don't listen right, to the show? Right, right. So we're supposed to go to dinner with two other couples. Okay. Okay. And one of the other couples was like, one of the, the other, the, the man mm-hmm. in the couple, he's like, okay, I'll find us a restaurant. Okay. Okay, fine. Great. You, whatever. Said, okay, there's such and such place on the West Side. I'm like, that seems fine. Then a few days later, he texts both of us again, the other, me and the other guy. He's like, okay, I found this other place on the east side. It's a little pricier than where I was looking originally, but I made reservations there. Let me know what you think. Okay? Okay. So they have two 
two different kinds of tasting menus. Oh, God. The first one is for $298 oh for couple. And the second one is for $350. Okay, so like when you want to do that, you go with your significant other just because you know you want to spend that kind of money. You don't make a reservation for six people for that. Thank you. Like unilaterally. I mean, well, he said, you know, I can yeah. always cancel it. So like. Right. Absolutely. But like, all right. Am I wrong to have been slightly offended by Not that? Not at all. Not at all. That's <laughs> crazy. Like, I'm like, I'm glad you can roll. Like, that's how you roll. But that's not how right, I roll. Exactly. Like, cause, all right, putting aside, like, I don't drink. Okay. But if, uh, which you know, right. Michelle barely drinks. Right. So I'm not going to drink. But still, with the tip, we're talking like close to a grand yeah. for a dinner right. for two. Right. No. I'm like, no, 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 what, no, no. What, what's going on no, here? No, 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 no. What, what's happening? What, what is happening That's crazy. Here? So I assume you're not going. I said, eh, let's stick with the first place. Yeah. I tried not to, you know, like get all get all emotional in the response. I'm like, eh, I think we're good sticking with the first place. But like, like, dude, what, what are we thinking here? Like, what the hell? Yeah, no, it's not good. I'm glad that there are people who that's how they got it. But I mean, <laughs> and like, check this out. Like, what if the food isn't that good? I'm sure the food is quite good. But I mean, but it, you've heard stories where people spend like all this money on like the the and the tasting yeah. menu, and it sucks. You know, if we go to El Basha and Patterson, I can guarantee you we'll have a good meal. Ooh. I can guarantee you we'll have a good meal, and we won't spend a lot of money for it. All these allegedly good Middle Eastern restaurant, like fast restaurants, have opened up around here, and I think they all suck. Mm. You have to, we have to go, yeah. first of all, we always, you and I always talk about like different places we want to go to in the New I know. York City. I know, we have to do that. But honestly, like if you're going to come here, there are so many places, like there is an authentic Iraqi restaurant in Patterson that is a, like a, a literal hole in the wall where when we've, I've been there twice. Okay. How was the and food? We're, the food is very good. Okay. We are like the only non-Middle Eastern. Right. In and the, the other restaurant. place that you've been to out in Patterson, you said you're right. often the only non-Middle Eastern. Oh, no, no. In, Alba- in Albasha, which is the bigger, more well-known yeah. place, like there, uh, are are there? Lots, okay. there are lots of gringos there too. That's That but, place is owned by Syrians, Palestinians? I feel like there are Palestinians. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay. But they call it Lebanese food because, you know. Well, that is, I mean – you know, when yeah, it's all it's the same. Not, it's, well, and also, yeah, I think when people Americans think of Middle Eastern food, yes. they're really talking about Lebanese or Syrian, Syrian, right? Right, right, right. Levantine, right, from the Levant, right? Um, it's really good, and I would venture to say that Albasha is the best Middle Eastern food I've had. Right. On this Next time I'm in the city and like there's time, we're going, we're doing that, yeah. No, but this is actually like we should go there with like everybody, okay. like, the kids okay. and the wives. Like okay. it's a good, it's a really, really good. I'm down. Place. I'm down. Um, All right, you yeah. want to hear my big disappointment? Yes, I'm disappointed that I have had to wait this long to hear. <laughs> so, history of the world part two. Uh, really, yeah. really disappointing. Like I haven't. I was expecting uh, to laugh out loud. I've, there's been a few times where I've smiled, but otherwise it's just not funny. I'm sitting there stone faced. Like what the hell happened? I waited okay. all this time 
Are you ready for my hot take on this? Please. I gave up on Mel Brooks a long time ago. <laughs> okay, I, I understand, but like History of the World Part One was formative okay, in my yes, development. Yes, along with what Airplane. Year? Hold on a second. Back up. What year did that movie come 1981? out? 1981. How many years ago is that? It's a long time ago. How many years ago is that? <laughs> 42 years ago. 42. Now, I mean, we were talking a little bit earlier the about- The Ethiopian. Shim Sham. Shim Sham. Yeah, there we go. The Inquisition. Let's begin. I was expecting we, that level we were, of cleverness. Hold on. It's, it's not going to happen. Bad. It's not going to happen. Look, you and I were talking about the aging processes yes. Yes. that we are witnessing yes. and going through ourselves. Yes. And 42 years. <laughs> 42 years, right. Is a little bit of a long time to go. Mel Brooks between... was our age when. <laughs> it was my age when it started. Now I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> He was fifty. Now he was I'm gonna 54. fucking kill He's ninety-six, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, he he felt old as hell back yeah. then, which means that we're old as hell right now. Inquisition, let's begin. I sent that video to Jordan once, uh -huh. and then I couldn't stop watching. I was like, I guess I didn't appreciate when I was eleven, twelve. 12 yeah. How unbelievably creative and hilarious that was. Yes, forty years ago it was. <laughs> Unbelievably creative and hilarious. Now, to try to rehash something like that. I'm a stand up philosopher. Oh, yeah. you're a bullshit oh, well, artist. A bullshit artist. <laughs> yeah. Have you bullshitted this week? Have you tried no. to bullshit this week? And that was B. Arthur. That was B. Arthur. <laughs> I mean, this it was brilliant. It was yes. freaking brilliant. And yes. History of the World Part Two has an insane cast, hilarious cast. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not funny? Not funny? I, I won't even watch it. I'm sorry to say I won't even watch I, it. So I, I won't be disappointed. Episode three, I'm not watch I it. think I turned it off in the middle. It's on Hulu, yeah. right? And it's how many episodes? Six, I think. It's unfortunate. You know what's unfortunate is that that shit can get funded. Right. Right? Yo, he Hulu doesn't have a problem. him to do it. Exactly. He doesn't have a problem getting his projects funded. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're like, oh, you want to do History of the World Part Two? Sure. Here are multiple millions of dollars for you to go and do it. Is it going to suck? Yes. Is it a surprise to anybody that it's not good? Come on. It couldn't possibly have been good. There's no way in hell it could be so good. So bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I feel like we went to the, the first Star Wars prequel uh -huh. with a guy who... The husband of someone Lauren went to Sice with, and he was like totally into Star Wars. Like, not in like the not in the way that when I got on the plane to go to Tunisia, there was a guy in like full Star Wars regalia who was going to Tatooine to see the the set. But this guy was really into Star Wars, right? And so we went, we got tickets, we went, we stood online, we got, we saw the movie, and the lights go up and the movie's over, and he just stared into space. Like he was catatonic yeah. at how unbelievably bad that mm. was, and that's that's the way that's the way I feel about meanwhile about history this, of the world. Meanwhile, meanwhile, neither you nor I have seen Creed three yet. As far no, as I know. no, not now that 
is something worth watching, yes. and it got good reviews, right. and it's supposed to be good. So when I was really down and out for the count um, with COVID, uh, there was, I think it was towards the end of the week that I mostly slept and stayed in bed and counted down the minutes till I could take Tylenol again. Mm-hmm. I Knowing that Creed 3 was coming out, I fired up Creed 2 Which is and great. watched it. It was great. Absolutely great. And I'm pretty excited to see Creed 3. Let me just say that in the Creed um, franchise, yes. they have stepped up the uh, realistic fight fights. Yeah, because you watch the, the Rocky movies. Like, hey, the Rocky ones are ridiculous. Right, right. I mean, look, even in the Creeds, they take way more of a beating right, than right, in any right. normal fight. But it looks, it's way more realistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Way more yeah, realistic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they wrote and plus Rocky he's, Balboa he's, out. Yes. Sly Stallone. Yes. It's time. So this is the other thing I discovered during my bout with COVID. There is a Rambo Last Blood. Are you aware? Yeah, I was never a huge Rambo. Okay, I'm just guy. saying. But like Sylvester Stallone, like he's a, a, he's a an iconic good. figure during our kind of formative years. Sure. Right? And he made – We talked at length about him on this podcast. Right. And, and so I didn't – I was unaware that there was Rambo Last Blood. And I, I watched the last half hour of it. And Spectacular violence. Well. Terrible. Otherwise, you know, like dude, not good. Not good, good but like, if yeah. you were looking forward to the Rambo-like obscene violence, and you and and there's something about it, you're like absolutely rooting for him. Like when it, the last scene with his bow and arrow, when he literally pins a guy to the wall with four arrows, you're like, yeah. I was like in my sick bed. I'm like, yeah. Sylvester Stallone knows his audience. <laughs> he well, really I saw does. Rambo like I went straight from from History of the Part One to see Rambo in the so next. At theater. least you were you were in terror. Oh, you did. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that would have been pretty. <sighs> uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm totally unaware. I was like, "Wow, there's a Rambo Last Blood." That piqued my interest. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, the first one. Um, I mean, the dialogue. It didn't take much to write that. Now you make movies. I mean, he had like uh, 10 words in the whole thing. In between grunts. They drew first blood. They drew first blood. That was just not the greatest, uh, the greatest move. But it made billions of dollars. He knows his audience. Right. He knows what sells. You, can, I mean, look, we don't like his politics. We, his personal life is. He's a he's queuing on adjacent now, right? He's good at what he That's does. pretty messed up. Like, I, 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 it's I don't know how anybody can can be QAnon adjacent in uh, in in it, it just it, like how do you believe this stuff? These people live in their own reality, and especially um, some celebrities who have never, who all they have around them are people who tell them, yes, you're the greatest thing I've ever heard, or that's their best idea, or nobody tells them no, and then when they start believing in certain things, nobody's going to disabuse them of those notions, I think. Well, I mean, they're also, some of them must be really dumb, like the rest of America, right? And then there's that. (laughs) 
I once sat next to Tony Danza. Oh, wow. At an event. Where? In New York. I, it was like, what was that? You know the magazine The Week? When The Week launched, yeah, yeah. when The Week launched, I got invited to an event uh, there. And I was seated next to Tony Danza. Man, Did you talk to him? Yeah, of course I talked to him. He's Tony Danza. You know. Yeah. And, He's very short, isn't yes, he? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. And... Um, I was like, so who's the boss? Anyway, um, he was just dumber than a bucket of rocks. Yeah. Dumber than a bucket of rocks. So, Did he have anything of interest to say or no? Uh, like, no, not really. No. really. <laughs> like, there was like the keynote speech and he's like, yeah, that's what I want to know. And it was like, totally like the wrong, the wrong note, the wrong thing, the wrong moment. It was just weird. Didn't matter. It's Tony Dan. Tony Dan. Yeah. Yeah. So. So who's worse, Tony Danza or Sylvester Stallone? Uh, I think this is like that's apples and oranges, right? I mean, Tony Danza was on a sitcom, and Sylvester Stallone was the biggest movie star in the exactly. world for a long time. Exactly. So the fact that he's queuing on adjacent is how what it, whatever Tony Danza is doesn't matter. The fact that Sylvester Stallone was one of the biggest Fair. movie stars and like had an impact on like every boy between the oh, age of yeah. 12, 11 and yeah. 18 for a, for a decade. Period. Yeah. And yeah. now he's queuing out adjacent. It's far yeah. worse. Far worse. I, I think that's a fair response. Yeah. Yeah. Fair response. Because basically nobody gives a shit with that. Right. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. I mean, no offense to him. Right. Sure he's a lovely human Very human. nice. Very nice. He's a Yankees fan, I think. Oh, in that case, yeah. I mean, how bad could it really be? And we're getting close to baseball being back, which is yeah, good. yeah. Although I don't know if you have been following. Everybody in the Yankees is hurt. hurt. <laughs> everybody, everybody is hurt. Exactly. Yeah. So um, it doesn't bode well for the beginning of the season, but I'm sure by June everything will be fine. I, I've been and kind we'll of be focusing on the Knicks. Mode. Yeah. For real, yeah, even when they lost, they lost last night or the night before, and Wait, they they played well. They, lose? They, lose, they lost to Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, that, they were winning. I was like, okay, great, ten in a row. I woke up. They no, lost. They were winning by a lot, a lot and, and they blew they it. Sh- yeah, yeah, they shit the bed in the second half. Exactly, exactly. I was like, uh, oh, I looked at. It, I was like, because it wasn't on here, so I looked at my phone. I was like, okay, ten in a row. That's awesome. But the game last week against the Celtics in Boston. Double overtime? Double overtime Insane. Was, yeah. Insane. That's a game that you're conditioned as a Knicks fan to just accept that we're not going to win. Right, and they won. Like, we're not winning. And they won, right. which was crazy. Crazy. And I'm like, no, no, I know how this is. Emmanuel going. quickly scored 36 points. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was a great game. They had a good run. Yeah. They're not a great team, even with the improvements. Right. They're a good team. They get They're to the fun playoffs. to watch. If they get to the playoffs, they might give somebody a challenge in the first They're round. They're fun. Yeah, Basketball is fun in the garden again. It, yeah, it's it, it, you know it. They're not doing it this year. Okay. But who knows? Maybe they take a couple steps in the right direction. Right, right. That's all. Look, given how um, bad it what it's been for so long. For so long. For so long. That's it. Damn. Yeah. And meanwhile, they blew up the Nets. Yep. Nets are blown up. And like, does anybody even like who roots for the Nets? I don't at this know. Point? Rich. He does. Yeah, he's a Nets fan. Well, he hasn't said to me he's not. 
funny. When I was growing up in New Jersey, they were the, the Long Nets Island Nets. Well, no, when I was growing up, they were the New Jersey Nets. But they started as the Long Island Nets. Yeah, they started as the Long Island Nets, and you know what? Nobody rooted for them. Right. In New Jersey, they didn't have a huge fan right. base. Right. They just didn't. Like, I mean, that franchise feels like hollow. It never found yeah. its footing. Right. Like, they just they have no look. The Knicks franchise is dysfunctional as hell. Right. And has been for a generation, but the Nets, there's like, you don't even know right, like, right. how would you describe them. Yeah. No. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's one of those unfortunate franchises that like nobody. Really Have you been to the Barclays Center? It's nice, right? I've been there a couple of times. Right. Yeah. It was the biggest mistake when the Islanders played there for a bunch of seasons. That was terrible. And I'm yeah, not even an Islander fan. That again, that's interesting to me and we've talked about this before and i know your father is a rangers fan, yeah but like growing up on long island when you did like that would have been the easiest thing in the world to be an island fan. right and, and it wasn't it was like five of us stanley who were rangers cups. fans yeah it was they crazy. Won four stanley cups in a row but i will they were phenomenal right. but you know and we, uh we used to fight and it was crazy and you know i'd wear my rangers jersey and like get heckled and so on and so forth that's ballsy yeah yeah like I said, there were like five of us who were Rangers fans, but you know, there was something the other day I caught, it was like the anniversary of like Mike Bossy, who was an Islanders uh, winger scoring like 50 goals and like the end, it came at the same time that they, or the anniversary of retiring his number and stuff like that. And I read the article because like, I remembered. Because he was a big deal. Big deal. And then I sent it to my buddy, Adam, who's a... Uh, who's an AC listener who was like a huge bossy fan. His Islander jersey was a Mike Bossy jersey. We all had her on my my Ranger jersey was a Barry Beck jersey, big defenseman for the for the Rangers and stuff like that. Barry but Beck, his guy yeah. was Mike Bossy, so I sent it to him. He's like, oh yeah, I saw this. Mike Bossy died a couple of years ago, didn't he? Did he die? Jesus Christ. I think I remember. Oh my god. It was pre COVID. Like I can't remember anything. Uh died April fifteenth, twenty twenty two. When? 2022? 2022. Yeah, last year. Jesus Christ. I can't... This whole COVID thing. I don't know if he died from COVID. No, no. He didn't die from COVID. He had cancer or something. Right? Yeah, the time doesn't exist. Time anymore. doesn't exist. Exactly. Especially now that we're, as we realize, way old. We're in the same age as Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks was in Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to walk around thinking about that for the rest of the day. If you can even remember it because you're so old. That's weird. <laughs> when Lauren comes home later, I'm going to be like, honey, you know what? I'm okay. the same age as Mel Brooks was when he made History in the World <laughs> She'll be like, dude, I'm getting a She's like, Exactly. She'll be like, you're old as fuck. <clears throat> yep. And, the, and you have that cold. The cough. It's better than it was last week. Jesus. Anyway. You should, uh, you should be in health. You're in good health, Steve. Ay, vey. All right. All right. On that note, I think I think we're gonna end this week's podcast episode, and we will just out of respect for uh, Maddie's wishes, we will do it gracefully and not just like hang out. Exactly. So have a great so, have a great week, everybody. Everybody, yes. Be well, and if you get you something, know. use it in good health. <laughs> and if you're sick, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. And, yeah. All. But I, I have pro tip. Well. 
Robitussin doesn't work. That's what I've heard. I heard Robitussin is not the thing to take. Not? I don't know what yeah. I Don't take it. <laughs> All right. We're out. All right. So avoid the Tussin, but uh, get well. All right. Later. All right. We're out.